Good morning, people of the web. This is Jason Widrow, your host of OnlineStrategyPodcast.com. In case you don't know, today is October 25th, 2013. And on the show today, I'm going to give you a basic lesson on what HTML really is. If you've been online for a long time, and if you're a business owner or manage a website of some kind, you probably have heard the acronym HTML. First off, the acronym stands for Hypertext Markup Language. And what I'm going to do first off is just take off the first two words because the foundation of this acronym and this word comes from something much older than the modern technology that we use today. So, markup language. Well, what is a markup language? One of the most common uses for a markup language is for book publishing and editing. When books are published, or well, I should say when books are edited and reviewed, they are marked up, which means they are given special notation, symbols, all kinds of different symbols and notes that basically are used to, as well, basically they're used as short codes to identify the structure of the page. For example, let's say I'm an author and I write a book. And let's say, you know, whatever, the book's 100 pages long, but each page, you know, being the author, I'm writing the story. I'm writing the story. I name the chapter, this, 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 and that. And, it, you know, there's all different kinds of details in the text, paragraphs, and all this. So I send it off to my editor who reviews all of the content and then uses special codes to say, okay, this is a paragraph. This should, this should be a heading. This should be a subheading. This should be a sub-subheading. And basically, my story is now becoming a structured document. And each level of the document has different significances and different importances. For example, on a web page, your heading one would be, you know, your very bold, big text. Typically, it doesn't have to be large, but typically it would be the, the heading of the page. For example, welcome to my website might be in very big letters or not, I'm not going to say always in very big letters, but it will be your heading one, which is the first text that introduces your, your website. Now, so markup language really is just a structuring language. It is not a programming language per se. It functionally does not do anything and really is only used to lay out your page. So look at it kind of like, if you were in an analogy like building a house or building a structure, you'd have your walls, your floor, your ceiling, your door locations. You'd have all these things right on this basic frame. And then that would be, in, in this analogy, that would be like the HTML of your web pages. So in other words, 
there's no decoration, there's no painting, there's no walls per se, but the frame is there. You see, the frame structure is in place. And what the HTML allows a web designer like myself to do, and I do the HTML, of course, as well, but what it allows me to do is go in and hang and hook on design and put the walls up and put the finishing touches in and put the, you know, whatever, whatever design elements are going to be in the page. And then on top of that, then programming would be used for different purposes as well to maybe cause the HTML to do something. So, for example, some programming that causes the HTML to change the location of a box if you scroll down the page, for example. Let's say you move down the page and a box shifts positions when you move down the page. That's kind of a maybe maybe a bit of a more advanced example. Let's say that I have a an image on the page and inside and wrapped around that image is my HTML that basically says this is an image. And so some programming might take that image and cause that image to change every every three seconds. Maybe it's fading in and out or maybe it's sliding across the screen. So again, that would be programming causing that, not the HTML. The HTML is only the frame. And applied as well in the same way, think of HTML as you would, you know, for your paragraphs, your your basic page structure, emphasized text even, HTML can be used for italicized text. And again, think of it in the author scenario, the author-editor scenario, where the editor is reviewing and marking up and giving structure to the story so that when you pick up the book and read it, it's obvious that this is a chapter title by the the size of the text, for example, and this is a paragraph, and this is a paragraph, and a new page, you know, a new subsection of maybe one story has a subheading that's a little bit smaller than the main heading, maybe different sections of a main main section of the book. So, So these are all things that HTML analogizes with in, in terms of a web page. And that's all HTML really is. There's nothing really more than that. It's not a programming language. It's a structuring language. It has changed. The way we use HTML, yes, has changed considerably since the late 90s. The way pages are structured and built, HTML is not used as much or I should say in the same exact ways as it was back in the 90s, for example, even up through the mid-2000s. And there are other design tools now used for those, other design design languages that are used for those. I'll get into that in another topic, but if you're a business owner, this understanding HTML might be able to help you because, well, one, you can understand it, what it is, and know that it actually isn't a programming language and it's not actually doing anything functionally or or uh, motion wise or anything like that so I hope that clears up what HTML really is and hopefully it was helpful and can apply somehow to your day-to-day website use and building for your business
Thank you for listening. This is Jason Widrow, your host for Online Strategy Podcast. I am out. Have a great weekend. I will see you soon. OnlineStrategyPodcast.com is brought to you by JasonWidrow.com, OnlineStrategyPodcast.com, and W3Developing.com.